0: Bad girl.
1: They- Rubbish! bugging buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside.
2: This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief.
1: We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting
0: Hello everybody, happy Friday to you, January 14th, 2022, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Radio, cow. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, Nick Roush, Novak Djokovic's visa canceled for a second time, your comments. Mm, man, people are finally paying attention to
1: the Australian Open, so good job Novak, good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's is this one. I know this is the box. one that's always super hot. Is it? Is this the one that Nadal always wins too? I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Is this the clay one? The, I, I
1: don't. I, I know the French Open is, but I don't know if the Australian one is too. I just don't. I frankly don't give a damn. Like, m- not even one. Not even a half of
0: one. I think Australian opens clay courts, but I, I don't. I, I don't know. But that's what everybody on. On the old tweeters tweeting Richie about might this be, morning.
1: Uh, blue cords.
0: Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, they're definitely would, a color.
1: I was wanting to tweet Scoots McGee about his stupid Hoosiers last night because boy, are they stupid.
0: Yes, yeah, Scoots McGoots. What the hell's going on there? Man,
2: TJ, I I know you hate the what coaches are wearing take. Oh my gosh. But I'm I'm giving one right here until Indiana's coaches decide oh. to wear suits on the road and act like it's a business trip, Indiana will continue to lose on the road. If the coaches go in, act in their jumpsuits, act like it's time to play around, the team's going to play around. If they put on jumpsuits, treat it like a freaking business trip, they might go in and win a road game for once in a while. I don't know what the thing is.
0: Well, were they wearing wearing suits for the first half and then changed out of them? Because the Hoosiers go out there, drop 48 points in the first half, have a nice lead on the road, look like they're going to probably cruise, and then you get outscored by 16 in the second half, only put up a measly 26 points, which really isn't the worst thing in the world. But when you had a first half of 48 points, that's a pretty drastic difference. 22-point difference in one half is pretty unacceptable. So did they change out of their outfits at halftime? Uh, I'm convinced. I texted Roush this
2: last night, and this may be kind of a somewhat of a serious accusation, but I'm I'm kind of joking here. But I'm convinced. Race Thompson bet Iowa second half money line. I, I'm convinced. I mean hey, that guy played so good in the first half, so comes bad. out in the second you know. half, and he was garbage.
1: Mm. Also, I don't know if I've ever seen Rob Finnessy make a sh- jump shot.
2: You <laughs> uh, didn't watch. You didn't watch the first half.
1: then? Well, and and I could that I could be part of the problem too. I might be the reason why. That change happened because I did not watch the first half. I was, uh, I've been binging through uh, an old survivor much. season, and then I turned it on. and I think Indiana, yeah, Indiana had the lead. It was like a four point lead when I turned it on. And hell, I had him plus five. I even had a chance in the final minute, and they just couldn't hit a shot, couldn't get a stop. Um, mm. man, suck it, Hoosiers.
0: Gosh, that's, uh, it's you know, life on the road of college basketball, not easy. Uh, little Tyler Ulysses' brother plays on Iowa. Aaron, is,
2: was it his brother? Okay, yeah, I was that's, wondering.
0: That's his brother. Comes off the bench, and um always I'll, I'll whenever I remember to do it, I'll pop at Iowa's box score and see what he does. He gets solid minutes. He usually yeah. gets anywhere from like fifteen to twenty-five minutes a game. Um, never has like the most eye-popping stats in the world, but but decent uh, little player. Yeah, good. Good. Maybe maybe a year or two down the road, he could be uh, a starter and a big-time player for. For Iowa, but but uh, tough one for the Hoosiers there. But that's also, life on the road in college basketball. And also, and it's, I it's am tough.
2: I'm sick and tired of playing brothers. I I also told Roush last night if Indiana's <laughs> playing brothers, go ahead and bet against them because they're just going to get destroyed.
0: Hmm. Uh, also, the, the McCaffrey brothers, the Murray brothers. There's two, are there two sets of brothers what, on Iowa. Uh,
2: I think there's only one McCaffrey now, isn't there?
0: Yeah, oh, I think well, the, the other box, one
2: left. The but box McCaffrey says McCaffrey.
0: Box score oh, says that there is a Connor McCaffrey and that there is a Patrick McCaffrey. Wow. Maybe just, a, maybe just a coincidence. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, they're problem. brothers. <laughs> but no, I was just, referring to multiple McCaffrey's on a team coached by McCaffrey. I don't know. I was referring
2: to first the Bayheims back in November. And then now the Murray's just, I mean, the McCaffrey's didn't do squat, but the Murray's killed us. My question
1: for you all, Can we name a coach that looks angrier on the sideline than Fran McCaffrey? I think I have only one and maybe like Bob Huggins, but like Bob Huggins just looks angry at all times. So
0: I disagree. I don't think Bob Huggins is universally angry. I think I think he just looks kind of old. But, yeah, he does get fired up a lot and looks furious. I, I McCaffrey more angry than Huggins. IMO. He is one- RBF real bad. Like, he just sits there with his, like, arms folded
1: on the sideline and just looks like somebody is shoving a tack into his foot. Like, he just looks so surly and angry at all times. I just – I don't – I don't know how you can live your life that way. Um I know football coaches get a lot of crap for acting like uh, – um you know juveniles and just spouting off at nonsense, but man, McCaffrey is in a league of his own.
2: The only person I could think of comparable to him, it looks wise and always being mad. Not in the coaching ranks anymore. Don't actually even think he's on Earth anymore. But John Cheney was like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Con- well, confirmed. <laughs> he passed, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, oh yeah, Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Raffer- yeah. The-
1: I, I kind of agree with that though, Justin. That dude walked around like that gum he was chewing on was just nothing. He was just So pissed all the time.
0: <laughs> Rosh, did did poker night get canceled?
1: It got canceled, yeah. Yeah. It wow. was unfortunate. We had a late scratch because a bunch of people made excuses. But Monday wow. is Martin Luther King Day. A lot of people off work might have a Steelers poker night on Sunday
0: night. So wow.
1: Scoots, maybe maybe you might want to get out and spread your wings and let him fly a little bit. Perhaps. Yeah. Sounds fun.
0: I was going to say you, you sounded way too not tired and well composed for you to be coming off a poker night at (laughs) 7am in the morning. (laughs) You sound good. Way,
1: Way too. Yeah. I have it together.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I was fully expecting like you to pop in around seven oh five, sleepy, drowsy, maybe still partially hungover, uh, the old Stetson Bennett potentially. But no, right. you you sound great. You sound great. Sounds like you're ready to to dominate your Friday.
1: Yeah, and it also is weird. I mean, we've had back to back weeks without Thursday night football, and that just throws throws my calendar off. Even Duke last night, we're sitting down to watch TV. You know, we'll get about fifteen minutes in to kind of wind down at the end of the night, and he was just like. Hike ball, like we got to watch some hike ball. And I'm like, I know it's Thursday night, but there's no hike ball on, buddy. So instead, uh, he picked golf ball over watching Ohio State basketball. So we watched a little Sony Open.
0: Good man. good man, good man. Yeah, well, good. That's cute. The little, the little dukester. Uh, get your text into the Thordens text line 502 414 1450. If you want to be a good father like Roush, go pop by Thornton's. Get your kids some donuts for this Friday. Get yourself some donuts. Maybe the donuts for the kiddos, some coffee for you. Maybe you had a poker night last night and you need a little pick-me-up. Coffee will go a long way to help you get through Mm -hmm. your day. And then it's the weekend, baby, and you get all weekend to eat those donuts, drink that coffee, whatever it may be. Thornton's got it all for you. And for healthier options, uh, they do have fruit. They do have delicious fresh fruit in the morning
1: it's not as good as the bacon burritos uh must say uh also did a little test i tested the two locations near me dixie highway quicker lines than third street but not as much bacon in the burrito as third street so
0: oh they okay that's good mm-hmm. to know yep. that's the thing there's so many Thorntons that you you probably would be able to find tendencies at each of them uh, mm-hmm. but they're taken from roush himself where you want your bacon where you want your bacon fix. You popular. It. There you go. There, yep. you, there you have it. I got I got a roll call at Thornton's
2: yesterday. How about that? That was pretty Love cool. It. Yeah, a guy, guy held the door for me. I hit him with a thank you, sir. And he says roll call. And so I keep walking to the drink cooler and I'm like, surely he didn't just say roll call. And then we get up to the counter. I see him again and he points at me and he's like, this guy, big radio superstar. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Turns out he so was ignoring the, the roll call. At, Turns out, well, yeah, because I didn't. I was like, surely I heard that
0: wrong. Cause yeah, cause he kind of said it. People just say roll, like, roll call to one another. Well,
2: no, he 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 didn't like scream it. It was kind of like a roll call, and I was like, I didn't. Surely I didn't hear that right. Well, but turns out it was the same guy I texted in the other day that didn't say hi initially. So I, I do
1: have your back a little bit, though, Scoots. Sometimes when you hear a roll call in the wild, like your brain, <laughs> it doesn't.
0: You're like, wait, what? Like, yeah, is this real? And Oh, Oh, I get people yelling roll call to me all the time. (laughs) Usually when I'm signing, signing people's arms and foreheads, doing appraisals, and just like they they open the, you open the door. Oh my gosh, we got the radio appraiser! And I say, ma'am, I'm just trying to do my job. (laughs) <laughs> and then you, you pull up your your, your belt buckle. You know? All right, Justin, continue. So you get to the counter, and the guy is just saying, "I can't believe Scooch McGooch is in my my Thornton's."
2: Basically, that was it. Yeah. So no, I just proceeded to ask him if he was the guy that texted in the other day. He was, and we went our separate ways. did, did but, he didn't ask guy? more details about Walmart girl. No, I, I don't, oh. yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if he listened yesterday because I was kind of somewhat expecting a little follow up question. But nothing. if you if you didn't
1: hear, Justin did finally. Finally, share his story about. Are we going to call her Walmart girl? Is that, is that, yeah, that works. Yeah, it's got to be
0: Walmart, Walmart girl.
1: You can go check it out on the Kentucky Roll Call podcast, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. And it's brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. 70% off, no, no, 70% off, 30% off if you use the promo code big X at checkout. Cornbread Hip, all natural CBD, full spectrum CBD so it's got a little bit of THC in there for that extra kick. Great stuff. Try it out today at cornbreadhemp.com.
0: Yeah, I I, I ordered my Cornbread Hemp yesterday. I popped in the promo code Big X, saves you a lot of money, folks. Uh mm-hmm. you know, about 30% some would say. But yep. uh, it can it can make a pretty sizable difference when you're checking out and you punch in if you got a bu- bunch of different things on there and you're like, "Oh, wow, that Seems a little pricey. Only put in the big Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, baby. So see what the big X can do for you over at Cornbread Hemp. And then it said I got the free shipping option and said like five to seven days. But as soon as I purchased it, it was like your order's out the door and it's going to be there very soon. So I think it's even going to I think there's a chance it could even get here today. So nice. maybe that's just like living not too far from their facilities or something mm-hmm. like that. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but very excited to uh, to get it. To, it should be coming here either today or tomorrow. I would imagine. So pumped up about it! You can get yours today and put in the promo code Big X and save you some money. It's the least that we can do here on Kentucky Roll Call. Yes, Justin's Walmart story yesterday took the nation by storm. Mm, really I, I talked to the big guy on the phone yesterday for nearly an hour. I had you know we haven't we hadn't talked on the phone for a while, so we had a lot of catching up to do. Trevor's and, uh, also. Trevor is definitely
1: a guy that you. If- you got to have an out or else you could end up on the phone for like six hours with him.
0: And there's some, yeah, uh, sure. There, there's, there's people that are generally a little bit more talkative on the phone. I was willing. I, I took the dog, the wife took the the baby over to her mom's for just a brief little moment. And so I had the house to myself for about an hour. And so I was fine with it, but good to hear from him. He, the, the, Walmart, the Walmart story, they were getting texted in during the Mike Rutherford about show about it. <laughs> And, you know, God forbid they ever listen to any other programming on the Big X Sports Radio, whether it's Kentucky Roll Call or Spears on Sports, John Spears with the Beers, the Matt Dennison Show, Hoosier Report's always fun. Uh, but they had no idea what it could be. But they're va- Everybody, everybody across the globe is so intrigued by this international man of mystery that is Justin <laughs> Galen. So when I told the story to Trevor, his jaw had hit the floor. He couldn't believe it. And he said that he was going to go – he said he was going to go to the Walmart that night and just see if he could, you know, find a girl for himself. So, uh, Justin, you're an inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I've ever wanted to be. (laughs)
1: Uh, I feel like that's right up uh, Trevor's all, though. Either Arby's – like, it's got to be fast food drive through girl or a Walmart girl. Uh That's where he's going to find his gal.
0: Well, did you – so they had a little story of their own that I'll tell very briefly that – they Trevor goes to that Taco Bell over on Westport that relatively new, but now it's been you know, it's been around for a little while. But uh, he goes there frequently because Trevor mm-hmm. loves him some Taco Bell Who and some fast food. But yeah, talk by the way, John. He tried the Taco Bell wings. It's uh, I can't believe Taco Bell has wings. That's that crazy. Just, it's, 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 it's give us,
1: can you just give us like Frito burritos back instead of that garbage or like grillers or something? Why are you trying wings? That's stupid. Stick to what you know,
0: yeah. yeah anyway so he went there and he was, he knows some of the people in the drive through cuz he goes so frequently and then one time there was a voice that he hadn't heard a pretty little voice he said and they i think he was like hey how are you and the person at Taco Bell i forget what it said it was some obscure day like some movie day that only you know like an 80s movie that trevor was a huge fan of and this person so i wish i knew the reference better so i could get the story right but the person was like well i'm doing pretty well because it's back to the future day or something like that yeah yeah and trevor yeah. was like oh my gosh this taco bell lady. she works at taco bell she gets she likes the movies that i get and she's nice to me so trevor she gives was- me taco bell food so Trevor thought this was the woman of her dream. So a long time he was trying to like see if anybody could get a name on the Taco Bell woman. He'd go back and couldn't like get her mm-hmm. on the horn or something like that. Anyways, finally got went back and it was the Taco Bell lady through the intercom. And he was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And turns out it was a guy. Taco Bell man. Yeah. It's Taco Bell man. Yeah. Uh, just a uh, 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 he what he say like uh, he the, he said it was like the softest talker in the t- talker in the world. Uh sounded like a woman, but it was a man and so his love life back to square one and so he was really captivated by Justin's story. I was thinking shortly we got after the, off the air. I don't I don't know if Justin's I don't think Justin's the good guy. I don't think he's the good guy. Um But Maybe not. I'm open to changing that opinion. Because just imagine you are, we don't really know much about Walmart girl's husband. But let's just say he's 23. He married his high school sweetheart. Too young. I think that we can all agree on that. Too young. And if you got married young and you're still together then good for you but I think most I think there's some statistics that say if you get married that early it's probably a little bit more likely to end in divorce but yeah. but neither you gotta, here nor you know, there. What
1: what your, what's your you're a bird you got to fly a little bit, you know. Got to get but, a year or two of being a wild child out of your but, system.
0: You know, he they got the wedding of their dreams. He married his high school sweetheart. He's got a job, she's got a job. They're they're going through the early stages of life together and they're loving it and he's just so happy. But little does he know behind the Walmart shelf, old Bustin' Kalen is going to the bone zone. Not in he Walmart. Does, he doesn't know. And this poor guy doesn't know, Justin.
2: I, I mean, there's there's really no need to make me try to feel worse about it now because I already admitted yesterday that now I do feel bad about it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of like the other contractual situation I had. She laid her bed and la- she made her bed and laid in it. It's the way I see it. She also but sought this, it this out port- too. She did exactly, seek it exact. out. And she that was and the that one who said, a, who diss that no. And that was the part that I left out yesterday. I went back and listened to it. So I told you, I, she told me not to save her number in my phone, but I wake up to a text from her in the morning, the next morning and her name popped up. Oh, so she yeah. was, her, so, she so she saved, saved her it. number in my phone wow that, that,
0: that doesn't that doesn't and this was probably when walmart was doing their like smile campaign oh, so i'm just yeah. picturing like that big goofy smile like justin's oh. wearing a big goofy smile mask as he's he just, had a you big know.
1: goofy smile on his face there, there's oh, no, yeah. ma- no masks back then dj
0: <laughs> that, was, that was pre-mask Well, they, there, there, were, there were People would wear masks Generally just around <laughs> holidays and whatnot But yeah, if you missed that story Like Rosh said, go to yesterday's podcast uh, There's a ton of text about it uh, On today's uh, Thornton's no, text I'm line scared. So I wish I could say we're done with it We'll move on, but we will uh, not be There's one in
1: particular that I'm really looking forward to That I thought, that, I thought you were going to make another Office joke, TJ When you were setting up the, the story <laughs> Well, <laughs> well let's hear it Well, uh, because uh, one texture is like, he's just like Michael Scott. He has a bland palate. He had a torrid affair without any guilt, and he works two jobs. He is Michael Gary Scotts. How did you not hire him sooner? Uh, He is the Indiana version of Michael Scott. Scoots, (laughs) did you make a Christmas card with a former lover and caption it as, Skeezin's greetings? (laughs) (laughs) And Photoshop your head on the the former lover's face? I, I just imagine, Justin, like, Uh, This guy comes into the store and he's like, hey, uh, how's it going, buddy? You know, just having those that awkward interaction and him just like looking like, yeah, your wife is mine.
0: (laughs) Oh, scoots. I would have ran like a little girl. (laughs) Well, you know who also is going to run scared with their tail tucked between their legs? That's the Tennessee Vols.
1: More like. Volin' losers.
0: As one former Big X Sports Radio employee may say, tennis stink. They're going to volunteer to lose to Kentucky on Saturday. I'm really excited about this game, and uh, I think I'm maybe even more excited that it's a 1 o'clock tip-off that I don't have to wait all day on Saturday (laughs) to try to get around to it. Saturday is going to be an absolutely awesome sports day, Um, and maybe we're going to get some bad weather in the region, so it's going to be the perfect day just to sit at home, get under a nice blankie, and watch sports all darn day. But the Cats and Balls, 1 o'clock on Saturday. We probably won't get a line till a little bit later this afternoon. But it's a lot of familiar pieces on Tennessee, a lot of names that you have heard, a lot of people that Kentucky has gone up against. Obviously, the Viscovi fella is still there. Folky is still there. But they do have some new pieces, and maybe debatably their best player, freshman guard Kennedy Chandler who's going to be a handful for the cats and you got two star freshman guards playing in this game Ty Ty Washington and Kennedy Chandler both expected to be lottery picks Nick Roush a lot of attention on these two guys so I almost think naturally it's going to be almost anybody but these two stepping up on Saturday it almost feels like it's going to be one of those situations where we talk about Kennedy Chandler we talk about Ty Ty Washington and then Kellen Grady goes out there and drops 27. Oh, and Fulky gets Oscar in foul trouble, and, and he's Tennessee's best player. Can I just say, though, I really
1: want Jacob Toppin to like dunk through Fulkerson's face? Like, I want the ball to hit Fulkerson so hard that it like leaves him a black eye or something. I just, I just want Jacob Toppin to just rip out his soul and his will to play basketball. Wow. Oh, tell tell me how you really feel. Do not stand that guy. I'm excited, though. This is the first game I'm going to all year. Um, Whoa, Roush yeah. is going to be in the building? Oh, Roush is going to be in the building. They say no cheering in the press box, but they don't say no booing. So, suck it, balls, you losers. <laughs> You're going down because Roush is in the house.
0: Okay, that's sweet. Yeah, that you'll, you'll have a good time. You'll be at uh, Eric Lindsey's last game.
1: Yeah, yeah. The longtime uh, media relations guy for UK basketball. He's calling it quits. I uh, can't say I blame him. There's a lot of folks who, uh, who who do this job for a while and they just get a little burnout. They're ready for the nine to five, uh, and I think that's what he'll be doing at his new gig. It'll be a little bit more regular hours than uh, running, chasing all over the country with the Kentucky basketball team. But uh, wish him the best. Uh, need the cats to send him out. I think we'll know how John Calipari feels about Eric Quincy based on how his team performs against Tennessee. No pressure, cats
0: yeah i actually sent eric an email and the subject was calipari interview requests and then i started the email by saying hey eric just wondering if we could get calipari and then i just did dot 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 so just kidding buddy (laughs) but just kidding buddy and i just wished him well and, and and said congrats on a great great 13 years 13 years my goodness at kentucky and best of luck moving forward and uh you know we didn't always I didn't always love that we couldn't get the head basketball coach of Kentucky on this radio show. And, you know, Eric has said as much on Twitter, you know, I'm sure media didn't always agree and see eye to eye. I will say this, though, about Eric and a lot of folks at UK Athletics. They really, for the most part, run a no-nonsense athletic program, and it works as much as it may be annoying for media as much as it's annoying for me to not be able to get interviews and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. Um, Their athletic program is ran night and day differently than the University of Louisville's, some other ones in the area. and, And I think that it's probably best to to go that route. I mean, if you really want, if you don't want a bunch of distractions, if you don't want a bunch of headaches, it's just an easier way to kind of operate things. So while it can be annoying for us, it probably is the right way to to run an athletic program. So best of luck to him. Yeah, he's moving to the Kentucky Blood Center. He'll have much better hours, I'm sure. And he'll get to enjoy the Cats. He'll get to go to games. He'll get to be a fan. He'll get to tailgate at football games and whatnot. So I'm sure he'll he'll enjoy that greatly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. Sh- that's got to be a weird feeling too that first time that you (laughs) you you get to go to one of those and just be a fan Uh, but I know he's gonna have a blast I know he's got a young kid as well Um, so best of luck Eric really excited and as I said really need Kentucky to send him off with a win um, because it's it's gonna be an awesome sports day we're gonna talk about it all but TJ 1 p.m. is my favorite basketball tip-off time that or, like, two, I really like, I, I do not like waiting around all day for games. Because uh, unlike football, where fans, and, I, and, and, like, I can take my media hat off, and, like, I understand that night games are the best, they're awesome, you can tailgate all day, then you go to the game, like, it, it, it's great. I understand why they love them, but I wouldn't, for basketball, you don't get that buildup. I would much rather celebrate a win and then watch other teams afterwards. It's it's kind of the same with the NCAA tournament. I don't want to be the last game of that like two day window. Oh because my gosh. it's it, there's the anticipation is brutal. And now, I mean, think the heavenly lord above that this is an early game, and it's also it'll be the most watched college basketball game of the year, maybe, because it's leading into the playoffs, the Bengals play playing the Raiders uh after the game uh, it, it, you know they do their pregame show beforehand but uh it leads into their pregame show that kicks off at 4:15 up in Cincinnati uh and then we've got Patriots in the Bills at night and i think that's going to be the it, it might not be the most high flying but it's the game i'm most looking forward to watching
0: have you seen the forecast for that Patriots Bills game it's like it, i love that it's a high of seven low of 3 yeah, it looks like it looks like it's gonna probably be three degrees at kickoff and the wind chill is gonna be like negative eight to negative ten with fifteen mile per hour winds, which isn't like the gustiest in the world, but when it's that cold you're gonna feel every little breeze that hits you. It's Justin, it kinda almost seems like it's gonna be a little similar to that regular season game that they played, which was horrible weather. Oh god. Now oh, that god. one was almost impossible to throw in, um, yeah but, luckily
2: we won't get the wind so we should have some semblance of a normal football game
0: but we'll see when it's that cold you it's uh who who was it uh, the former jets player that told Josh Allen to take viagra Bart Scott can't wait can't wait yeah there it <laughs> yeah. is Bart Scott uh very very interesting advice but i guess that's something nfl players do in the cold uh, is, the- is take viagra I appreciated that every person on
1: that set was just so shocked. They didn't know what to say. But also, like, guys, be adults. Like, that's uh, what Bart Scott was saying. Like, I'm not, I'm no scientist, but it, it, it dilates your blood vessels. Then, yes, that's, it's better for blood flow. So there you go. Like, it, it can wow. have a pragmatic use, just like uh, Mac Jones wearing the scuba suit that Tom Brady uh, told uh, Brian Hoyer.
2: Roush, I meant to ask you, do you want any part of the Patriots this weekend? Oh, oh I already bet a money line. Uh, Patriots you want to are... do a little friendly wager? Sure. I'll, I'll Whoa. Give you a point. Yeah. All right.
0: Ten? Yeah. Ten. Sounds good. All right. I also. Wait, uh, Roush the... just got the Patriots plus, 10? plus no. Four ten? No. dollars ten dollars. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, okay.
1: But the thing that I like about. Whoa, ten and, bucks. And, Calm down, you two. <laughs> well, it, he'll be getting his money back that he just paid me. This would be fun. We could just be exchanging the same ten dollar bill back and forth. Um the uh <laughs> uh but what I do like about this game too is that I think the Patriots are gonna win, but if they lose, like I want but like I in my, my heart wants Buffalo, my head says New England. So if I put my money where my head is and it loses out and my heart wins, and you know, so be it. Fine by me.
0: Ah. I'm yeah, excited. going back to you talking about game times, I, I'm I'm pumped. We don't have to wait all day tomorrow. Um, gosh, how often in the NCAA tournament is Kentucky just the latest game oh. on that Thursday or Friday, and the worst is the Friday because. Because everybody's like either advanced or gone home, all the attention's on you, and then you play the Sunday, and you're generally the late game on Sunday, too. I hate being one of the last ones like where the whole nation's kind of keyed in on you. I'd rather just play early. If you lose, then I can kind of just block out the tournament for the rest of the weekend. Um, if you win, then you can watch guilt-free, exactly like you were talking about. Uh, but it seems like Kentucky's always the latest games in the tournament, and I freaking hate it.
1: And I don't know if you want to be the first one like Louisville did when they lost to Minnesota, Chris Mack's only NCAA tournament game. People forget that, but because then if you lose, it's almost like you were never even in it. But if you play in that two third, you know, if you get that second window, like that's that's the sweet spot. But having to wait, especially for if you go West Coast like they did uh, to Boise that one year, um, and when Diallo and gildas Alexander that team. That was gosh, waiting around all day. At least you had other great basketball games to watch to kind of distract you some, but it's still so tough. So so tough.
0: Well, we'll talk more about it. We've got a lot to get to on today's Kentucky Roll Call. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's Text line, 502-414-1450. The Kentucky sports figure of the year balloting is closed. Roush and I will very quickly maybe run through our top five uh and try to predict who's going to win that they say it's the closest it's ever been between one and two which so. i'm shocked
1: like i think I'm, there's a I'm clear shocked. winner too like,
0: i'm not, not shocked. Even... i'm not shocked we'll come back we'll debate that we'll read some text roush says there's a no-brainer decision yeah i'm wondering if we're on the same page with that it's going to be hilarious if we're not this is kentucky roll call on big X Sports roll radio happy friday
2: doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells them she's in church, but she doesn't go still. She's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't know. Oh, Scotty doesn't know. So tell Scotty,
1: Scotty doesn't know. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker.
2: I've always been kind of a pacifist. When I was a kid, my father told me, never hit anyone in anger, unless you're absolutely sure you can get away with it.
1: And Roush. Chicks dig me, because I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, it's usually something unusual.
0: Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big oh, X Sports 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 is the replay of Kentucky Roll Call with TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, and then you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Join us on the Facebook page, we love having folks participate and put goofy stuff on there. Sometimes people make fun of Trevor Kelsey's Eagles and that's always really fun. Oh and,
1: man. Especially when they lose to the bucks this weekend. Uh, that eight and a half though. That number just, it's a little wonky for me. What, yeah, what? I
0: don't I don't know what to make of it. Uh, the Eagles are dead to me after last weekend, really more the Cowboys fault for playing their starters deep into the fourth quarter, but the Eagles can get a nice big suck it for not playing Jalen hurts whatsoever. Um, so, I don't, but that oh okay. But that being said, though, if they could take out Tom Brady and the Bucks, that'd be great. But they're not going to. They're going. They're going to get waxed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely Trevor, are. Trevor, I don't, Trevor
0: was, was mad that U brought back Dion Branch because Dion Branch beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. He wasn't <laughs> mad, but he was like, "I'm conflicted about this hire." <laughs> That's a good hire by U I think. Wait, when did that happen? I, didn't, yes, I missed that. that. He's, oh, good he's for like them. player development or something like that. Yeah, I mean, if nothing
1: else, just to get alumni back on board, you know, uh, Deion Branch got to be one of the more beloved players that ever go through there, right? I mean,
0: it'd be funny his- when they fire Mac or excuse, well, Mac's gonna get fired, but when they fire Satterfield after this season, if they're like, "Sorry, Deion, you got to go too. We're cleaning house, buddy. You're out of here." <laughs> Everybody goes. Oh man, I I just um
1: I mean he's one of the rare U of L players too that was a fan favorite for a long time and then ended up succeeding at the next level as well. Like you think about like Reese Gaines, um, in basketball, uh in football, uh I mean Lamar is obviously an exception, but like all of the favorite the fan favorites, your your Russ Smiths, um, uh, like most of their guys that they're they're their number one guys. I mean, hell, Brian Brom. I mean, he he didn't do anything in the NFL. Uh, Michael Bush had a couple years before injuries kind of set him back. But for the most part, a lot of those guys don't end up panning out. And he he is an exception to that rule. And had what like 13 catches in that Super Bowl where he was MVP. So um, hey, here's one thing
0: to get excited about. Yeah, it, it it's it's yeah, I agree with you. It was very much just a hey, this is somebody that Good, good news for the football program. They also got a wide receiver from Central Arkansas, which you know, going to the portal and grabbing somebody from Central Arkansas, yeah. But he does have good numbers, so uh, it, it's funny that they the U fans are back to being like, "Hey, we got football season to look forward to." Ah, uh, man, those little all the fans. Hey, Roush, you say that there's a no brainer for number one. In the Kentucky Sports Figure of the Year for the year 2021. Well, who is it then? Wendell no,
1: Robinson. It's not even really like I, I really don't even know who you would have close.
0: Well, sadly, you're wrong. Who is it? Sydney McLaughlin. She's not from here. She didn't. She didn't. I, like
1: I, I'm sorry, but like I'm not. I'm going to put more credence in a guy that
0: transformed. See, this is Kentucky why the
1: offense. It, but like, also, she she was here for what, like, a week or two, where we paid attention to her. We had Wandale Robinson in our lives for a whole no. fall. Wandale Robinson met more to the state of Kentucky than Sidney McLaughlin.
0: That's not what the award is. It, well, she, it is. For me. She is she is on the ballot, and you're voting for the best Kentucky sports figure, which she is a UK alum. I don't know if she technically got her degree or did not get her degree, and she's on the ballot, and nobody had a better sports year than in on this ballot than, than she did. She is clear number one. Wondell had, had number I had Wondell number two. Yeah, Wondell's number one. It's just I, I would consider winning gold medals and setting world records a bit more of an accomplishment.
1: I wouldn't, um, because it's track and field football matters more one, two weeks at the Olympics. I I have a lot of of Olympians in here or two. I have two Olympians in here. I have a lot of uh, females in here too. I think half my ballot is a great year for women in sports in the state of Kentucky, but, um, a football player who came home had the best season as a receiver ever for what was formerly the worst power five offense in the country. Um, it's Wandale and i i don't even think it's close um i did have McLaughlin too i had madison Lilly, the setter for uk's national championship team number three bailey zappy uh who went from fcs to fbs passing records breaker at western kentucky and then my wrinkle in here this is this is my fun out of the box pick at number five is uh uncle jeff brahm and no it's not nepotism it's because The sports figure of the year, he was the most important sports figure at the University of Louisville last year, and he didn't even coach there. The last two months of the calendar year, that's all people talked about in the city of Louisville. He was the most talked about person there. It's why I had Rick Pitino number two on my ballot after he got fired because that was the most significant thing that happened in the sports calendar that year.
0: He was – You're not following the rules of this ballot, yeah, but I no the the it's rules. That who's, are it's not focus. who's in the news the most. And no,
2: how do you put it's, it's, how
0: do you put you Brom could. over Stoops, you goober? Oh, because I it's, I could put Stoops in there every year. I don't I don't really. Well, you couldn't, and he had a ten win season. Yeah, I just
1: I I'd, I'd almost never vote for coaches in this too. I just don't. I just
0: except for your uncle. But yeah, when and it was like they won like seven games. They won uh, nine. Who's the most? And like, sounds like nepotism years. to me. No, nine games in the crappy Big Ten versus 10 in the SEC. Yeah, I in, just don't, I'm, 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 I don't think I'm ever going to have a vote
1: for Stoops in this uh, or, nice or to, John Calipari.
0: Nice I, to know you'll have an open mind. Yeah,
1: I just... I, I
0: Number one, Sidney McLaughlin. Number two, Juan Dale. Number three, Danny Busboom Kelly. Number four, oh Darian Kennard, All-American. Number five... Mark Stoops, another 10-win season. That's not normal at Kentucky. I went with Josh Paschal, number six. Scotty Davenport, number seven. Brad Cox, number eight. Desmond oh. Leonard, number nine. Woo. And then I had to throw my boy Kevin Wallace in at number 10 for winning St. X's first state championship since 2009. There was my top ten. I uh, Instead of Danny Busboom-Kelly,
1: I put my wife's favorite volleyball player in there, Anna Stevenson. So uh, show, showing Anna some love. She was a beast in the middle. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like that ballot, but I'm just I'm, – I'm almost – I don't I'm know what it is about it, but I'm very anti-putting the U.K. coaches in there. Maybe it's because I know that they're going to get them elsewhere. Uh, but, yeah. I, I also included Lee Kiefer, the fencing gold medalist in mine.
0: It, okay. Yeah, it's your poll. You can do what you want right. with it. We'll, we'll find out the results. I'm not sure when they'll announce it. It's, um, it's,
1: I think it's like mid-February-ish. I know that twenty typically- fifth January 25th. It's January twenty fifth. Oh,
0: they'll announce sure. the winner the twenty fifth, and they'll have the full results on the twenty sixth. So that's what it the used email to be says.
1: like an awards dinner, but I know that they, you know, getting some of these dudes who are training for the NFL to come was difficult, and you know,
0: COVID. So um, man, exciting though. Well, yeah. I mean, so it's, I'm it's guessing incredible. it's McLaughlin and and Wandell Absolutely. are the two people that are splitting votes at the top. Would be my guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. Man,
1: I should have sandbagged her then. <laughs>
0: dropped <laughs> tra- 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 not even included her you've been oh, like hey that's actually a good segue roush look at you buddy you're on top of it M- big old fat suck it to mel tucker how do you not put kentucky in your final top 25 a little sour grapes mel a little sour grapes because kentucky got good win um you know
1: here's the thing is i typically would say something along the lines of like hey these are SIDs filling it out. You know that was probably just an error by the, uh, you know, by their their version of Tony Neely or Susan Lax or Eric Lindsey. Like they they messed up. Um, it was just an accident. But I actually do think that Mel Tucker is petty enough to say no. We're just they hand it to him. And he's like, oh, you got Kentucky here. Screw them. Take them out. Like I 100% am buying that.
0: Yes. Totally agree with that. And then Brady Hoke at San Diego State also didn't have Kentucky in his top 25. That may have been just incidental. I don't know if he would have an axe to grind against Kentucky. Well, two coaches didn't leave. Two coaches didn't have Kentucky in their top 25. It was those two goobers. Mel Tucker, or excuse me, uh, Matt Areza was the
1: best punter in college football this year at San Diego State. He broke pretty much all of the NCAA punting records, whatever ones you can break. Uh, Maybe Brady Hoke is jealous that many people still call Kentucky punter you. Maybe that's
0: the case. That could be it. That could be it. And then there's two, like we mentioned the other day, there's two AP voters that didn't have Kentucky in their top 25. But there's a, a there's a little rivalry with Kentucky and Michigan State. I'd love to see those two teams play each other. Obviously, it would have to be in a bowl game, but that would be electric because those programs do not like one another. Uh, they tried to steal the big dog. They've had recruiting battles with one another, and both are similar in the sense of – Not maybe your traditional powers in their conferences, but trying to stake their claim, etch out a little piece of the conference for themselves. Michigan State, probably a little better program history than the Cats, but as of the last, you know, four years or so, similar programs in that regard. So I, I like this little rivalry between the two. Kentucky's gotten some guys from Michigan State. Um, Michigan State has stolen some recruits from Kentucky or, ta- or landed some guys that Kentucky wanted. It's a, a little back and forth, but a big old suck it to the green and white. Uh, during
1: the – so th- they went to the college football playoff that one year where they blocked the kick, uh, and that that really inflated their self-worth. Man, if you I, – I, I went perusing through their message boards a little bit during the Goodwin recruiting saga, I had no idea the arrogance that those folks had. They really think highly of themselves. It's 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 cute, you know. It's cute, like, oh, you really think you're that good at football? Like, good for you.
0: Well, there is this perception that like. Any a program like Michigan State, I mean, even Louisville fans do it. It's like, well, we're not going to get bested by Kentucky in football. It's Kentucky in football. Everybody kind of like turns their nose up to Kentucky, but you, but maybe Michigan State just has an inflated sense of their program in general. Maybe it has nothing to really do with Kentucky in that regard. Yeah, I, I will. Um, I will say that,
1: and this is a compliment to your Big Ten country, there, Scoots. Uh, I do think that they probably are the most uh, – th- their fans are probably the most well-rounded as far as, like, they're not going to say, like, we're just a football school or we're just a basketball school. They, I I, I struggle to – maybe Penn State is one of the few that's – we're obviously just a football school, like, suck at basketball. We don't care about you. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like they are filling up the stands for – games in both sports regardless of circumstance so you know maybe it's because they're in the middle of nowhere and that's part of it but I do appreciate that uh that the, the, they don't they 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 embrace basketball they take it seriously they sell out their arenas and uh good, good for the good for you scoots you have fans that uh, you know they know it just means more except who's your football fans
2: that's a, I, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Every Everything you said is pretty spot on except for Indiana football. It's Indiana
1: football well, and it's Penn State basketball. And then just Rutgers. Like, what are you doing here?
0: <laughs> well, we are uh, talking Michigan State. We talked about kind of the, the budding rivalry between the Cats and the Spartans. And a big one, the most recent battle, was for Keontae Goodwin. And the Cats won that one. But, mm-hmm. Roush, your website had an interesting note. I'm going to read this. Okay. Uh, this is from on Three. We were eager to see Kentucky signee Keontae Goodwin, uh, number 17, in this setting. Talking about the All-Star game, I think, last weekend. Goodwin made one of the most incredible physical transformations we've seen from a prospect earlier in his high school career, shedding over 100 pounds prior to his junior season, allowing for a much improved movement. Unfortunately, Goodwin has backslid a bit, now playing around three eighty. He's not naturally flexible in his lower body, and his added mass showed in his movement and ability over the course of the last week. So, put on put on some of that weight again, Roush, and that's that's a little concerning.
1: I, I just love the long story. Like we're gonna write like two paragraphs of like kid packed on some lbs
0: <laughs> during I think his official visit tour. I think he was uh, enjoying the. Yeah. The 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 five star recruit lifestyle maybe just a little too much.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about it. He's about to be like, if he could lose that weight not at UK when he's got a nutrition program, strength. Like he, he's gonna, I'm sure he's dropped a lot of that since. Um, and f- let me, uh, what, what did Jesus say about throwing the first stone? I will not be throwing any stones at somebody who's packed on a little extra pounds during the holiday season.
0: I did text you because I I saw like a video and I was like it looked like he's maybe put on a little bit of, a little bit of weight. I had texted you that um, you are right that it, it it's no need for a concern right now. Mm-hmm. But if that number keeps going north instead of south, then that'd yeah. be a little bit alarming. But he got into shape because it was a basically a financial commitment to himself that like I've got all the pieces to be an NFL lineman, I need to start investing in myself and getting in shape. He did that. I'm sure he can do it again. He will do it again. Uh, but any time that you can drop that much weight or add that much weight back on in such a quick time, it is just like jaw-dropping to me. I, it's hard to believe at times.
1: Uh, he's going to be yo-yoing throughout his life. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the big key is just that it. you just want <laughs> – you hope that it doesn't become, like, a a thing of its own, you know, where kind of – because, like, that's how Jared – like, Jared, that became a – every single year, that's all people talked about was his weight, and it became almost what defined him. And I just hope that when he gets to Kentucky that it's not – that's not all that it's about. Like, there's that there's much more to his development, his daily routine, than just, like, watching your weight and all – all that sort of stuff, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that that's worth mentioning. Uh, big one of the biggest recruits, quite literally, to ever commit to Kentucky. So uh, he's on campus. I'm sure that they're already working, like you said, they're probably already working towards getting that number down. I mean, uh, but something something worth mentioning for sure.
1: And if he's 380 right now, I bet he can be at like 340 by the time spring practice starts in eight weeks. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, that, that, I think a lot of that will fall off quickly.
0: Sure. Okay, let's read just a couple texts here on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Texter says, classy broads that work at Walmart. Sure. (laughs) Hey, classy broads can work at Walmart. Yeah, I had one. Somebody's somebody's career doesn't define their class, with few exceptions, maybe.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there are a few, but you know what I'm sure we've got some classy broads that work at Walmart that
0: listen to kRC and we hope that we hope that they do we hope that we hope that they do um I just didn't realize that people at Walmart just in between shifts were you know doing the old scoots doing the old scooty dance there it is <laughs>
1: texture says you gotta love that Justin will only hang out with y'all while he is being paid.
0: It's so true. <laughs> it's not true. We can come to his hotel. He we can see him in the studio, Roush. Just whatever it is, just not off his not off the clock.
2: I, I joined up for two KRC lunches. I came to the Christmas party, didn't get paid for any of
0: it. Suck it. You got paid and laughs at the Christmas party. And salsaritas. whole and, and salsaritas. Yeah, unless there's free food involved, you're not showing up. Oh, um, there's free food involved. I'm there we, every time. We need to do our January KRC lunch. It's a month, almost halfway over. I'm off today. <sighs> could potentially do it today. All right, we'll be in touch. I'll have my yeah. people contact your people. We'll, we'll go see if Walmart's got some food, right?
1: Oh, <laughs> I actually, look at
0: that was um, the Walmart neighborhood market. That was a
1: frequent stop in college because you could get like, Two pieces of chicken with two sides
0: for like four ninety five or something. It was a hell of a deal. That's humble that is a hell of a deal. I'll go to Fresh Market or Kroger sometimes and just get a rotisserie chicken for lunch and just eat that for my lunch. Just eat an entire chicken. I don't eat the whole thing, but most of <laughs> right, it, yeah. Right. Well, and, well, and the, that skin is so good. It is delicious and it makes you feel like it's like healthy, although there's a ton of sodium and salt and stuff like that. But right. It's, no, there's no it's, fat. There's not a lot of fat, though. Exactly. It's still better than probably fried food. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! The weirdest thing is happening to me. I, it's I don't I, I don't think it's COVID related. I haven't lost my sense of smell or anything like that. I feel perfectly fine. But so yesterday, our schedules are just so out of whack. I kind of told you all this yeah. with the uh, the daycares, and I know so many people are dealing with that stuff, and it's not a big deal. Um, we're 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 managing. We're figuring it out. So wife was like, hey, can you go pick us up some lunch? I go and I get her some lunch. And a little cafe by our house that we frequent from time to time. They've got really good crinkle fries. I'm not a big crinkle fry fan, but they, this place has some good ones. And I'm eating them, and I'm like, gosh, these taste really funny. I don't They're really sweet. know. <laughs> What's that? Were they sweet potato fries? No, 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 they're not. Trust that. Okay. Uh, trust me, I would know. So I'm like, I, I'm eating them, and they taste normal enough. They're not, like, bad, but there's, like, this almost gassy aftertaste. It's really hard to explain. And the wife was like, well, they probably didn't change out their oil in the fryer or something like that, and it's just, you know, it's kind of like gross oil that you're eating. So I stopped eating them, and I was like, yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, again, not the worst thing in the world, but also not the most pleasant thing in the world. So – It is what it is. Wife's work, somebody's leaving, co coworker, actual KRC listener, as a matter of fact. Shout out to David. Getting a new job, so her her and the coworkers went out and had a beer just to say congrats and best of luck moving forward. She brought back some wings from this place, fried wings from this place. And different place, totally different. I ate the wing, and I tasted the same taste I did on the fry. Like this weird, gassy aftertaste. And it's only on fried food. I got a grilled chicken sandwich from the place from lunch. It tasted delicious. And then she got some pizza from the place that she brought home from dinner. The pizza was fine. No issues there. Anybody have an idea what's going on with me?
1: It's interesting.
0: It, it's, I don't think it's COVID because it's just fried food. Yeah, that's that's, and it's that's not really that I can't hard. smell the food. Like I could smell the buffalo wings; they it, smell delicious. It's just when I'd take a bite, I chew it, I'd be like, mm, "Okay, that's all." Oh my gosh, it's is, there is it,
1: it only is. the breading? Like,
0: were, were your wings breaded, or were they like they were? They were fried wings. Okay, N- not drinking, throwing off the palate. Or, I, I don't. Or, I don't know what. Maybe my body this, is like no more fried food,
1: TJ. <laughs> your body's like rejecting it. Like, dude, this is bad for you. You're you're clogging your arteries. Stop eating fried food. It, God, somebody, everybody. somebody help me. It
0: was the, like when I took a bite of that wing, I like, I freaked. I was like, oh my gosh, Hannah, it's happening again. Like it's the <laughs> exact same taste. And then I put it in the air fryer and I was like, all right. Well, she was like, well, you know, I got it to go and it's been sitting here a while. Maybe it's, maybe you're just tasting, maybe your taste buds are more sensitive to the oil in fried food or something like that. It's and when they're, around, when they're just sitting, when they're just sitting around there, you know, they damp in. So I put it in the air fryer and like kind of burnt the wing and then i tasted it and it was better i didn't taste it um maybe a slight little aftertaste but it wasn't as bad so i'm thinking it's something with the oil and i'm starting to notice it more but yeah you know,
1: it, you, you, you I, th- I think that could be something because there's sometimes when i'll make like fries in the air fryer and put too much grease on it and you can taste the olive oil and it's like Ugh, gross
0: it's, so. if anybody's got any idea please let me know all right hour one done hour two coming up we got a lot of text on the Thornton's text line to get to, and we need to continue to preview the Cats and the Balls, players to watch out for on Tennessee. Ball. All we're expecting from Severe Wheeler, will he be playing? We'll tell you what we think when yeah. we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker.
2: Over?
1: You say Over?
2: I ain't
1: heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
2: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
0: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. 50 a.m. Oh. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Fun first hour. I think we'll have even more fun here in our numero dos. I think
1: so, too, because we really haven't dove into the Kentucky-Tennessee game a ton. And we got a couple other kind of quick hitters to get to. Um, I'm sure you didn't pay for the live stream to watch Sky Clark versus DJ Wagner last night. Um, And you would have probably wasted your money because each had... It's it's a, a fact, a point of fact that it was the worst game of Wagner's career. He had only four points and his school, Camden, lost to Montverde by 12 as their first loss since 2019. Uh, But Clark, he's coming off that ACL injury too, so he didn't play as much. He only had four points as well. So um, a lot of basketball recruiting this weekend up at the Hoop Hall event. Antigua was at that game. Um, I know Jack and Zach, they're making their way up there to watch some of Kentucky's top basketball recruits. We also got a big football recruiting weekend. Uh, Last week, they hosted... Uh, Darian Henry Young from the transfer portal. Now it's it's looking ahead to the 2023 recruiting class. It will be a junior day at UK this weekend with uh, some talented prospects coming into town. This is uh this is where you always get the fun pictures to look back on like a year from now, TJ. Where oh UK got a commit. Uh, it'll be like six of them hanging out with like the national basketball championship trophy at Rupp or the in the football trophy room or somewhere. They'll be standing with Vince Marrow, and you'll look back and say, "Oh, well, they got him, they got him. Oh, they got him too. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, so some some fun ones to look back on. I know uh, Jeremiah Collins, DB from Louisville Mail, is going to be there. Dakota Patterson from Corbin, the the commit Ty Bryant, and Tommy Zosmer, defensive lineman from Boyle County. So that's just a little bit, but there there's going to be you know. 40, 50 kids there this weekend. It's a big, big recruiting weekend to really kind of set the tone for that 2023 class.
0: All right, well, I look forward for uh, the all the updates on on how the visits went, who Kentucky leads for, and uh, yeah, you kind of turn the page towards the, the next class. I know Kentucky's not completely finished, still looking for an offensive lineman in the transfer portal, a defensive back in the transfer portal, and maybe a wide receiver as well, but that's really kind of what's left to finish out this year and besides that you're right turn the page to 2023
1: yeah it's uh um, recruiting and and this is a good time to do it too because you get the early basketball game and afterwards they can run on over do their photo shoots and tour the facility and all that sort of stuff but uh tj this is going to be the biggest kentucky basketball game at rep arena in two years at least
0: i at least right and it's not a sellout it's not sold out yet no, they they're still. You can get face value tickets if you want.
1: Well, if if I weren't already going, I'd I'd be like, okay, sign me up. Let's do this.
0: Yeah, not not a sellout. Still tickets available if you're interested. But yes, I, I would imagine even if there are you know a, a couple thousand empty seats, I'm I'm guessing by the time there's tip off, there's not going to be. Uh, but regardless of, of how it all shakes out, it's it, the atmosphere is going to be better than you've seen in Rupp in a really long time. Important game, chance for Kentucky to beat a ranked opponent and a rival at that. And it's a team that you haven't beaten at Rupp, weirdly enough, in a couple of years now, which is pretty unacceptable. Uh, I'm pretty confident the Cats are going to take care of business. I just think they're a better team than Tennessee. But Tennessee is going to try to make this a defensive game. And they're going to try to clog things up. And the way that you shut that up is you hit threes. You make threes. And I worry sometimes, Roush, about shooting at Rupp Arena just because I've seen so many bad shooting performances, especially in the past several seasons. But it's your home gym. The players should be more comfortable there, you would think. Mm -hmm. And knock down shots, make Tennessee come out and defend the perimeter, and then boom, you should be. I think Kentucky is a better team than Tennessee, and I think they should win with relative ease.
1: I don't know about relative ease, just because Rick Barnes. It's it's weird how Rick Barnes seems to have something. Not I don't want to say on Cal, but like he, he his team's talent or not do perform well against Kentucky, and they're always really physical games too. And you alluded to it in hour number one. This is a game that like Oscar was built for this, uh, but you have to make sure that he's in the game. So I, I'm curious how Tennessee is going to try to combat that um, because when I think of just the last you know, three, four years or however long Barnes has been, they've always been kind of, like you said, they muck it up, they play a physical brain of basketball, and Oscar can thrive in that if he's still able to be on the floor.
0: Yeah, he can. And, you know, Fulkerson's going to be flopping around trying to draw fouls on him. Um, the good news about Tennessee, this matchup for Kentucky is they're not an overly tall team, which, you know, Mm -hmm. Oscar's not the, the tallest center. He's, he's a big dude, the nation's best rebounder, but sometimes link has bothered him. Um, if anything has bothered him, it's, it's been linked, but he's been able to pretty much dominate regardless. They don't, they're not the, the longest or the tallest team. They have some guys of similar build to Oscar and, he he should dominate. The thing is, I, I I think Rick Barnes is smart enough to know like we're gonna make life really really difficult on him and and double team him and make sure we get two bodies on him on the rebounds and all that sort of deal. But I I do like that you know you probably won't have to worry about getting many as many many of his shots blocked and he should be able to finish around the rim as well. Um, I just I, I do. I think I think we're in for a fun Kentucky game. Almost kinda worries me, maybe how much I'm I'm a little bit nervous. They got the Finnish guy who is their big like bruiser, if you will. Um, and he's only, I think, like two hundred and thirty pounds. So Oscar should be able to to, to have some success, but I think Rick Barnes is going to have a game plan for him, which is why it's going to come down to just making some shots. Cause I think Kentucky's guards are going to have some open looks similar to the similar to Vandy in that regard. Um, they had a bunch of them. Luckily they hit them and Kentucky was able to look really good in the process. So I, I think Kentucky should be ready for a, for a nice game. I, I think Kennedy Chandler would have to really have a significant game or Kentucky would have to completely just kind of forget about the for, for Tennessee to pull the upset. And I don't think those things are going to happen.
1: I, I will say that if you did have a blueprint for Oscar, it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, it's it's not like LSU completely shut him down by any means, but they flustered him enough with those quick double teams. And I, I, I haven't watched Tennessee to know well enough that they do that every time. But if they can be quick on the double, it, it really can disrupt Kentucky's offense. I know the biggest disruption in that LSU game was just losing Xavier Wheeler. Uh, but when Oscar couldn't operate in the post, uh, it, it really kind of had a, a ripple effect throughout the offense. Now, Tata has rediscovered that playing point guard, where I think we're going to see a lot of him. If we do get Wheeler, TJ, we're going to hear from Cal at 11, and he's going to give us the same old thing, where if you practice today, he'll play tomorrow. So I, I don't think we're going to get much of an update. But even if Wheeler does play – I still think we're going to get a a good chunk of point guard minutes from Ty Ty Washington. And I I think one of my biggest lessons that I've learned from this point guard experience with Ty Ty is that I think he is a better defender than we probably give him credit for. He's just not as pesky as Wheeler is on the ball Uh, to where like, I think Wheeler could really bother the hell out of Kennedy Chandler if he's able to play here. So, even if the box yeah. score, if Wheeler plays, Wheeler's box score, his stats might not say a ton, but I think it, he can really just, for lack of a better term, piss off Kennedy Chandler.
0: I totally agree with you. He he can be, he's a veteran guard in the SEC. He he knows how to get under players skinned, especially maybe some younger players. And this is going to be the toughest atmosphere Kennedy Chandler's played in this season. And, this is, Wheeler's important. I, I get it. We like the way that the offense has kind of been meshing without him on the floor. UK's had offensive success with him on the floor as well, but defensively, I think this could be a good game for him. I imagine he's playing just between his little Instagram posts and Calipari saying, yeah, he's been going through individual workouts. If he could go through individual workouts, I would imagine he'd be able yeah, to go through yeah. a practice today, or maybe he had even practiced yesterday. So I, I agree with you. I think we're going to see him back, and that, that should be, That should be fun. Since Kentucky's national championship, Roush, Kentucky and Tennessee have split the series. Man, it's crazy. And only once was a game between two unranked teams. At least one of these teams have been ranked every time since Kentucky's national championship year, with one exception. One exception, the first time they played in 13. Weirdly enough, the second time they played in 13, and of course, Kentucky would go on to go to the or go to the NIT, lose Orleans Noel. Um, Kentucky was ranked in that second matchup when they lost by 30 in Knoxville. I covered that game. It was such a nightmare. It was it was UK's first game without Orleans, oh And they got God, absolutely they got absolutely yeah, they came out wearing that. hoods. UK came out on the floor wearing hood hoodies, and I was just like and they had the hoods up. And I was like, Well, this isn't that's this is that's stupid yeah and they wore those stupid jerseys that just had the uk logo on them
1: oh god those were stupid they look like practice jerseys
0: yeah some of the worst i mean the worst jersey i think kentucky basketball has ever put on um That's pretty crazy, you know. They've split the series. That's unacceptable. Kentucky's a much better basketball program than Tennessee, so that tide needs to turn almost immediately. Um, And before then, Kentucky had only lost once to Tennessee. So from from Calipari's 2009-2010 season to the national championship, they'd only lost once. That was John Wall's team's first loss of the season going down to Knoxville. And then they didn't lose again until 2013. So need to get the upper hand back in this rivalry – and I think it starts on Saturday, Rash. I don't
1: mean to correct you. The Devin Downey team at South Carolina beat Wall first. Um, so that but, was the
0: second loss of the season? Yeah, that would have the- been
1: their second. I think that was their only other loss until the uh, NCAA tournament. But um, I I got one more fun stat to share, too. Um, because the thing that amuses me most about Tennessee fans is they do think that there's this some sort of – Michigan State, I alluded to their arrogance earlier. The Tennessee one is just so silly because they act like they are a basketball school for some reason. When Have they ever been to an Elite Eight? Tennessee? Yeah, one. I think they've been to one Elite Eight. In like the Ernie and Bernie era. Tennessee has not beaten Kentucky in three straight basketball games um, in over 40 years. That was a stat that I got from Derek Terry. It's not going to happen this year either because Kentucky won one last year. But yeah, they haven't won three straight in this series in 40 years, and they shouldn't because they're not. They're a joke. Um, I hate them, and I want to see their noses rubbed in a good-for-nothing loss this year. Gone, losers.
0: They went to the Elite Eight that 2010 year. Uh, The SEC had two teams in the Elite Eight, Kentucky and Tennessee, both came up short in their Elite Eight games. Only Elite Eight they've ever been in in program history. How embarrassing.
2: Yeah,
1: so embarrassing. I mean, Bruce Pearl could take Auburn to a Final Four, but he couldn't take Tennessee. Like, that's how bad you are as a program, Vols. Just let that soak in, drink it up. Um, it's going to be great, too, that the program that's really proud of their football heritage, uh, they will not be showing off a New Year's Day ball trophy at uh, a game anytime soon. Kentucky will be, though um who do we think is the one that will bring out the citrus ball trophy because it's almost guaranteed you're having the junior day this weekend who's going to be the player or play yours that's bringing that trophy out
0: hmm so do you think it's going to be like returning guys or do you think it's going to be
1: i don't know like because i I could see wandale you know like that you get like
0: josh and wandale out there
1: but I'm almost guaranteed that, like, gonna we're going to get square, like, in crutches or something, you know? Like, to.
0: Well, the no, only thing is. He's walking around fine. He's walking
1: around
0: fine. Does seem my best Like, you know, I, I really wish Kentucky hadn't lost to Tennessee in football. I know. So, what about basketball? Beat him by like 30. I, I think Kentucky's going to, I think they've got something in store for Tennessee tomorrow. I really do. And, um, gosh, would have been a perfect home slate if they had beaten Tennessee as well. And, would have been, and you had them, you freaking you freaking had them, but, ne- ne- but neither here nor there. Yeah. Rep's going to be jumping tomorrow. And I think the cats have something special for the balls. And I just think it's not a, a great matchup for Tennessee. I think all the things that Tennessee does, Kentucky just does them slightly better. Uh, they're a good defensive team. They're going to try to muddy up this game. But if Kentucky's hitting their shot, if Kentucky is just ice cold, then it could be a close one. But anything besides ice cold, I think, should be a win. And mm-hmm. I know some folks are probably getting nervous hearing me be so confident about the game. That's just how I feel. I don't know really what else to do about it. I think Kentucky's better than Tennessee, and I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna give them a good old fashioned big orange beatdown tomorrow. Man, suck it, Vols. Suck it, Justin. How do you feel about the game? Um, you
2: know, that's what I'm just trying to sit here and sift through. I. There are not many teams on Kentucky's schedule left that I think are better teams than Kentucky. So when you look at the schedule, yeah, Kentucky's going to take their losses, and it's probably going to be to some teams that you don't expect them to lose to. But there's there's just honest to God, there's not a team left on the schedule that I'm like, yeah, Kentucky's not better than them.
0: You don't think you think Kentucky is better than Auburn? I do. Auburn's good. Uh, Auburn and Kentucky are the best in the no, Auburn
2: either, So, Auburn is good. Here's my thing with Kentucky. Kentucky, in years past, has had a lot of talent, like this team has, in my opinion. But they've taken a while to get going. And then by the time March rolls around, it's like a well-oiled machine. That's uh, that truly how I feel about this year's Kentucky team.
0: Yeah, again, I I, I kind of agree with you. I mean, I think Kentucky's even – I do think they're better than Auburn, but there are teams on the schedule that can beat Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I, I think Kentucky will lose some road games, as you alluded to, but luckily for tomorrow, this one's at Rupp Arena, and uh, I'm, I am I feel solid about it. So we'll keep talking about it. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, 5024141450. A texter says, Bustin' Kalen takes a new meaning busting up marriages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should play the bustin' song
1: today.
2: Justin. Bustin', no. Bustin', no. bustin' 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 bustin', bustin', b-
1: bustin'
0: We'll just sing it then. Bustin'
1: bustin' bustin', bustin, bustin, bustin' bustin' I might play, it,
2: might play it for Halloween next year, but not
0: a minute sooner. You no. didn't you didn't play the other song I sent over to you. Which one? What is wrong with you? The other one that I had sent over to you. Today? Yes. <sighs> I didn't see another one. Oh gosh. Yeah. Joke, joke, joke's on me. I sent it to the wrong sent it to the wrong group.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, yeah, I didn't get anything
0: else. Oh, what the mm-hmm. hell? Now I've even closed it out. Yeah, I was wondering why you didn't do it, but um, it's because I didn't send it. <laughs> Man. My my B. All right. Yeah. Uh the oh, this is,
1: is Shannon O'Bannon ninety four years old? My grandmother can figure out how to stream a radio show.
0: <laughs> oh, Shannon O'Bannon.
1: That shouldn't be that funny, but it is.
0: Shannon O'Bannon, I am curious your rebuttal to that. Feel free to text in. Uh, but she's probably like, I can't listen. The, the call-in number's not working. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. A texter says, seems to me like Walmart girl wanted to meet Buston's Justin's iguana monster. <laughs> Sparky was I, still kicking around this point, right? I, I don't know. Oh, hell no. Uh, oh, no.
1: He was right, oh, you killed him early? Jeez. Eugenics Justin over here. <laughs> you justin
0: <laughs> Texture says what am i supposed to do kick a dead fish on the ground and get joy out of it the common expression we've all heard countless times who said that <laughs> nick said um
1: that. yeah it was basically instead of uh, poking it with a stick uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, it's it's it, beating the dead horse is the expression but i was
0: like uh kicking poking a, a dead, dead fish yeah <laughs> that... roush and also you're like, Sydney McLaughlin was only in Kentucky for a little bit, but I put my uncle Brahm at Purdue number four. No Purdue, not in Kentucky.
1: Was, it was five. Uh, secondly, I did it because of like he was the number one person in U of L athletics last year. Except, actually maybe Tyre. Um, because he called so many press conferences. that That's where I messed up. Vince Tyree should have been in sports figure. It, of the
0: it's year. not who is in the news the most award. It's who has done the best and has Kentucky affiliations. Yeah, I know, but that's that's how I view it, though. The biggest sports figure of the year. The best sports figure of the year.
1: Biggest. So best. Most, most talked about. Um, but also, it wasn't that she wasn't here very long. It's that the Olympics only, like, I only care about the Olympics for like a week. And she, you know, so I But you had
0: Olympic athletes on yours.
1: Yeah, I did. I had two. One of them was like eighth, and Sydney McGoffin was two because she was a badass. So she, I like I appreciate it, but uh I think I think Kentuckians got more joy out of Wandell Robinson than they did Sydney McGoff.
0: Depends which Kentuckians. That's true. It all depends. I mean, I certainly enjoyed watching Wondell more, but if you're setting world records and winning gold medals against the best athletes in the world, that's pretty impressive. But But so is what Wondell did. I won't have an issue if he wins. You're also like,
1: like um, what I like about the award, and we talked about it with winding Louisville fans, is it's representative (laughs) of the voter. And like, I'm obviously like football is going to take priority over pretty much every sport, no matter what and that's reflective on how our nation feels and so i'm going to have a football player over a track athlete like 90 percent of the time which here here's a, a quick aside did you know that uk has another just badass on the track and field team right now that's one of them broke sydney's record
0: the other day say what
1: no you know, no idea her uh she was on the the bbn tonight show i think her name is lee hold up i want to get her name right sorry it uh it is Abby Steiner. Yeah, she now <laughs> holds the national record for the three hundred meter race. And last year, she played soccer and track and field. How freaking crazy is that? What a jeez! Bat.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot is- of running too. <laughs> no kidding. That 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 is that is impressive. No doubt about it. Um, a texter says five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. David Sisk of Cats Illustrated pointed out that a lot of the stuff Ty, Ty has done the past couple games is repeatable at the two, even when Wheeler's back. The late shot clock pick and roll with Oscar will almost always be there. We'll see how Wheeler, for Mint or Grady, impacts spacing. See, that's the difference. That's yeah, that's what yeah, I would. Yeah. And, and you 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 said it yourself, Texter. But that. I wouldn't say it's the exact same. Yes, he can do the same stuff with Wheeler on the floor, but when you have defenders having to shade off on Grady or Mintz on the perimeter, they're going to play in if it's Wheeler on the perimeter. That's just just the truth. So where can you put Wheeler that can still make him maybe an offensive threat, allow enough space for Ty-Ty and Oscar to do their thing, and not have it too jumbled up. That's the question Calipari has to figure out. He's get paid over $9 million a year. Hopefully, he can figure it out.
1: Well, and I I think in this scenario, you know, usually when you get to that scenario with, like, what, eight, nine seconds on the shot clock or something, and you run your kind of initial action, nothing's there. I think if you get Wheeler to do a kind of dribble handoff motion with Ty Ty to set up that ball screen, if it happens quick enough, there's enough going on that the defender's, are busy keeping up with a commotion instead of you know just trying to do their damnedest to help off on Tata so so maybe that's a way that you can kind of I don't know if create space is the right word but at least create enough action that they can't just focus all the uh, that weaver's man can't focus all of his attention on just stopping Tata from doing anything so I don't know that's just a suggestion and that's probably how they'll set up a lot of that late stuff anyway and who knows if it'll work but the, the texture brings up a great point
0: it really does all right let's go to our last break we'll come back we'll finish up the Thornton sex line we'll give our predictions for the cats and balls although you all obviously kind of know where I'm where I'm leaning on that but uh, we'll we'll put it in a pretty bow for you and send it over your way this is Kentucky roll call on big Sports radio roll TV. Roll Josh and Justin and Kalen. we'll be right back it wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me.
2: I even had her in the shower.
0: It wasn't me. She
2: even caught me on camera. It wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. It wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. It wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. It wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey, came me and she got me red-handed, with a girl
1: next. Like- Don't get us crazy.
0: Oh, a texter says there is a... Oh, me- Oh, this is a good one. <clears throat> There's a massive disinformation campaign going on in this country, and the iHeart radio stations are the forefront. To be commentator on the iHeart stations, one must be mindless fool who's willing to subvert and betray his country by constantly degrading Democrats. I'm a liberal who volunteered to fight for his country and wore the uniform to defend it, and I am sick of being called communist by a bunch of stupid bastards. You cater to 35% of the country that buys into your treasonous crap And the rest of us are disgusted by you. (laughs) Big X Sports Radio, not an iHeart radio station. No, not at all. So you're not getting that from us. Not here, buddy. And also,
1: disinformation
0: campaign. iHeart, supposedly a hard word to spell. (laughs) Oh,
1: gosh. Dexter. Thorns stacks on this is just as good of a text uh we need a Bustin' scoots tell all
0: book asap could be a picture book <laughs> it's just uh, Kodak. i on. think we've maybe lost we've
1: lost Bustin'. i think we have it, it happens he's, he's fixing things at the station though he's got his hammer out his wrench he's yeah, uh he's, he's hard at work trevor is the
0: hardest person to get a hold of Good I God. mean, it's eight forty-five in the morning. I called, really in, I called him. him 12, I called him at twelve. I called him at twelve fifteen yesterday. No answer, and I wasn't surprised in the slightest. He called I me called back. At, he called me back at two fifteen. Called him ten times in a row now. Nothing. So what'd you do?
2: Uh, so basically, our screen that shows the commercial breaks and all that is not there anymore.
0: Can Douglas figure it out? He cannot. I went and got Douglas. Douglas can't figure it out. We may be in big yeah. trouble. That's a, you're right. You're right. Do you have Trevor Kelsey's mom's number? I do not, but might, might be a good call. Dugan does. That's the go to. If Trevor won't wake up, that's the go to. All right. I'll so, uh, I'll see what I can do there. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, Trevor's forty two years old, and sometimes <laughs> we have to call his mom to get a hold of him. <laughs> I love. I like. We we got the best thing going here on radio, folks. And in all seriousness. This is a good time to let the Big X work for you. This is The, the numbers are up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're cranking it up in March Madness, baby. The L fans yesterday were just – it was tier after tier after tier on the Thornton's text line. This is a good time to get involved with Big X Sports Radio. You want your advertising as Kentucky makes their run to the Final Four and National Championship as they win number nine. And you'll have the KRC boys promoting your stuff. It's going to be a good time. So now's the now's the time to do it. Uh, We're getting back. You know, things are starting to to get back revving up as the Omicron surge starts to windle a little bit. Um, We're heading in that direction, at least. Can't last forever. As we've said, get on with the big X. It's time. A texter says, oh, speaking of which, let's go SCOTUS and let's go Brandon, says a texter. Gosh, I wonder who they meant to text. I think they meant to text us. Um, I am very happy with the SCOTUS decision. It just seemed like common sense. We don't need OSHA doing that. What a joke. Um, I have
1: no idea what... I, I'm glad I don't know what that's talking about. And I'm also glad that I haven't read into the Let's Go Brandon thing. I, I know like, it's supposed to be a Biden joke. I don't get why there's a NASCAR driver involved. I, it's just... Uh, very I mean,
0: simply, uh, at a NASCAR race, people were saying F Joe Biden. And this and sort of guy said, won... Let's go the, yeah the commentator was like hey, listen to this crowd they're all yelling let's go Brandon because the uh, guy who won the race his name was Brandon uh, so th- gotcha. th- that's how that's how it started yeah gotcha. Um, as anything you know it's it's been it's been beaten the best thing the left can do is just ignore it but they're acting like it's like a treasonous trant. it's just it's just stupid politics stuff podcast <laughs> listener here I have a whole new appreciation for scoots I've done the same thing and it was a wild time <laughs>
1: I love that instead of like, like a lot of people would say, I just, I just lost respect for Scooter. This guy's like, no, breaking up a marriage, like more power to you.
0: <laughs> now I want to hear the texture story.
1: Oh, this is just infidelity hotline on the Thorn <laughs> <texter. laughs> <laughs> Oh man, a texter, the Thornton's text on says, Amari Cooper got fined almost $15,000 for going to a Mavs game and not wearing a mask because he didn't get vaccinated. Science, bro. just have to m-
0: wonder where that money goes. I do wonder sometimes where fine money goes, regardless of COVID-related or not. Like, yeah, yeah. I-, I, don't... I think they did a story in the NFL that goes to a charity or something like that. Right, I, I think
1: that's the case. Um,
0: unrelated, man, that, that... – Cowboys
1: minus three line just stinks on Saturday. It's the everybody's, game. Picking,
0: everybody's picking the Niners though, for what it's worth, which makes me almost think like, I think the Cowboys are going to win. I feel good about the Cowboys. I feel better now that everybody's on the Niners, but everybody seems to be on the 49ers. Well, so part of the, like in some of these games, I try to visualize like
1: what's how I, I can see this scenario playing out in my head, uh, where, but like, I, I can't see a scenario where the Eagles are beating the Bucks, but maybe they run the ball well enough. The Bucks kind of take it easy and they cover the spread. The scenario that I really like in this game, you can get the Cowboys to win by thirty points over the Niners and really put it on them. But I could also see a game where the Cowboys are kind of soft and I could see th- them just running it right down their throats. Like I, I have, and it's on Nickelodeon, so like it could get weird. We could have so like I, I just. Th- th- Anything is possible in this matchup. So I, I feel like that just is the equation for stay away for me.
0: Well, if the 49ers win, most likely they'll be traveling to Green Bay. Um, if the Cowboys, I, if, well, the Eagles, <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost, the Eagles. But yeah, it, it the pecking order is really the seed line for the most part for me.
1: Okay, yeah, which, I mean, makes sense.
0: It does. I'm not really worried about the Cardinals or the Rams. Uh, the the Cowboys are so good in the trenches that, I you know, I'm not worried really too much about Mike McCarthy, all things considered, but they're good in the trenches. I could see it, it, they've got a good running game. That could be problematic. And then, obviously – Tom Brady's Tom Brady, so you'd be you'd be an idiot not to be worried about him to some degree. So, yeah, I want to avoid them as long as I can. The Cowboys and the Bucks and anybody else bring it on like Donkey Dong. Yeah, bring. Texture says. It Do you think all the firings in the NFL that Cohen could get a call or two for a coaching position, or should the BBN take a collective deep breath and all these hires will be made before his new contract runs out? I'm not sure what pay looks like or how long he's here, but if the media ever gets UK some credit, he may be the first assistant to find a new home. Well, he does get a lot of credit. I mean, national people rave about him. They did throughout the college football season. I I think it's pretty safe to assume we'll have Cohen for this upcoming college football season.
1: Yeah, and uh the I mean he he's got a pay raise of one point one million, you know, that's enough to want to stay around. He's he knows he has a good quarterback. Um I had a DM slider tell me that uh Todd Bowles, if he got a job, he's a big Cohen fan and might call him up to be a play caller. But I also think if you're Cohen, Todd Bowles is the perfect coach to scare you away because he failed so miserably as a head coach now granted that was with the new york jets so everybody fails as a new york jets head coach but um i i think ultimately like what was going to be brian flores oc at chicago like the bears aren't falling for that oh we're gonna get the kentucky guys the play caller like he's not there yet um so i think the the proposition of having will levis for another year is going to be enough that Whatever NFL job comes up, he'll be able to get a better job as a play caller after two years of successful seasons at Kentucky
0: rather than just one. I agree. I agree with you. A texture says, after hearing Justin's story, I guess the summer by Garth Brooks hits different for Buston than the rest of us. That's right. Great song. I don't know if I'm familiar with that song, sadly. I I was
1: going to think Thunder Rolls, but I guess that would be from the other guy's point of view. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
1: oh, gosh, where's my Walmart gal? I hope she's not out with Walmart guy. <laughs> in the Thunder Road. <laughs> in the Thunder Road. Uh,
0: busting, busting Kalen taming the dirt road home in the Walmart parking lot. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another texture says, Me listening to the podcast while students take a test. TJ, oh, oh, you're. Oh, oh, oh. I'll, you be TJ
1: and I'll be the texture. How about we do that? Okay. And Justin can be Justin. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Justin yeah, can be Justin. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll be me. Listen to your
2: podcast while students take a test. You're not about to disclose a sexual assault, right? No. Well, I don't think so. What in the world?
1: This is going to be great. Students, coach, are you really not paying attention to us? Me. Y'all <laughs> hush. People are still testing. <laughs>
0: jk47 popping off rounds daily you dirty dog you really did it lord i've never asked for much but please let the ex-husband or girl be a listener to the show and text in
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man not a chance maybe there was a moment where i was a little worried tj that justin was dealing with the disgruntled ex-walmart person that showed up to the station I,
0: <laughs> I just like that you thought you found her on facebook but the lady was like nope not me oh it was I, i'm convinced it was her <laughs> oh and he says wait
1: no i just realized i missed a grand opportunity to text in and act like i'm the ex-husband here's to hoping someone else does oh man <laughs>
0: You know if Stoops were the basketball coach, he would put Shaden Sharp in against Tennessee, look Rick Barnes in the eye, pound his chest, and say, bring it. Hey, boys, been listening to the podcast lately after having nearly 10 hours to digest and reflect on Hoosier Scooter Dingus' and the sexual conquest of peak and Walmart employees. I have more questions than I would have thought. I know I have to wait for this KRC hangout, but I have a serious question for everyone at the Big X. How did you not hire him sooner? I mean, you guys realize he is the Indiana version version of michael scott he has a bland palette roush kind of mentioned this stuff he is michael gary scott scoots do you make a christmas card with your former lover and caption it skis and screetings? move yeah it's worth repeating twice it's a good one your oh, man of weird. mystery scoots your man of mystery uh hey it's john we're gonna hey, get you john, john. john uh, here go- make it three Whoa! Wow, John here. Good morning, peeps. Hey, I got to volunteer, volunteering to lose at Rupp by eighteen or more. Hey, I got the volunteers volunteering to lose at Rupp by eighteen or more. There I go, John. Sorry about that. Let's go, Cats. Okay, midseason check. When it comes to making the tournament, what percentage for the Cats do they think have to make it, and what seed do you think we are looking at right now? Also, what do you guys think about U of L and I use chances? Well, have a great weekend. Got to go talk to you later. And he'll talk to us later very soon. Like Kentucky's hundred percent making the NCAA tournament. Um, and right now, I'd say they'd be a four seed as of today. You beat Tennessee, yeah. you're probably up a seed line to three. They need more uh
1: because qual- like right now they're that's the kind of knock on them is it's like who have you beaten? Um, and you get a chance to do that Saturday against Tennessee.
0: Yeah, and really, you know, no bad losses. Notre Dame's been playing well. I don't think they're a great team by really any stretch probably of the imagination. Team? Well, perhaps? they're gonna. They're probably gonna rack up a bunch of wins. They're currently second in the ACC. They're probably gonna rack up a bunch of wins in conference. Um, so I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I could see them being a tournament team, and if you have no losses to. Teams outside of the tournament, that's a good resume. Yeah. And, um,
1: uh, what this is a, we are in a different world now where you can pick up a lot of quality wins in SEC play because I think there's five SEC teams in the top 20 at Kimpom right now.
0: Woo. So, yeah, it, it just means more in the Southeastern Cup. A texture says, Do we have any news on Wheeler? Is he out Saturday or is he day to day? Well, he's day de- everybody's everybody's day to day in John Calipari's basketball program. But I it's my opinion. I think we see him. It's just a guess, but I think we see him on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 optimistic. Uh, John here again. I was just going to give a little background to Taco Bell serving wings. Remember, they are part of the Yum brands companies, which is KFC, is one of the restaurants within the umbrella. Mm. And also there used to be KFC and Taco Bell combos in the same building and there still are some there's one right by me on third street that is this is why i think they did it because corporate management already kind of started it a long time ago but hey the wings are not that bad anybody can do wings nowadays with a good deep fryer air fryer they're worth a try
0: well Um, i'm a sucker for trying wings, so i'm sure someday i will try it but i'll just have to make sure i don't have anything planned for the next two days in case i'm on the toilet I'm, i'm also just like uh i'm
1: I'm kind of a a wing, I don't want to say a wing snob, but you know what I mean? Like if I'm going to have a chicken wing TJ, like it better be good. Damn it. Uh,
0: That's, that's, that's interesting. I have such a baby palate, but here I am willing to try the most dangerous food on the planet. Taco Bell wings. Hmm. Funny how that works. Texture says, Yes, I got the, the. Yes, I get he's the number one player, but he's still supposed to be in high school. And I believe this is already a Final Four team without him. I don't know uh, if we missed a text or not. I'll um, be talking about Sharp, though. Yeah, talking about Sharp. I, I So, interesting thing yesterday, Travis Branham went on Jeff Goodman's show or the field of 68 or whatever it is and said he's eligible for the draft he's old enough for the draft which really opens up this big can of worms that we thought was sealed shut of, no, we saying that though, right well you have jonathan giovanni who's like no he is not eligible because he graduated high school after the nba year started and that makes him ineligible so i'm a little surprised more like uk media didn't pick that up yesterday and it turn into like another story, but it it is wild that there's still like difference of opinions on if a dude is eligible for the draft or not. It seems pretty cut and dry. Either he is or he isn't. Well, I'm not taking Travis Branham's word. I'll just say that. And he, Travis Branham was also like the plan is not to play him. Shaden doesn't want to play and the people around his circle, his circle, what a joke. Um, People around his circle don't want him to play. Shaden doesn't
2: want to play. Get out of here.
0: That's what I, you know, I thought the same get thing. If, that, if that's actually true, that's so stupid. No offense, I would think a little less of Shaden because what eighteen-year-old in your first chance to play college basketball would be like, no, no, I, I'd like to wait a little longer. Are you we kidding were, me? We Anybody? were all eight, we yeah. were all eighteen once, and we would have played. Everybody, Everybody would have wanted be to like play. dying to get on the floor and be able yeah. to play. So yeah. I, I'm not buying it. it not buying it. it. Yeah, I'm not buying it either. Um, oh wow, we've got John back.
1: I will never do three Techs again, but I have to say, I got the Chiefs to win big, and I like the Eagles to make some noise for my buddy Trevor. So put them both in a parlay and let the money pile up.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, nope. Sorry, buddy. Like with the Patrick Mahomes era, it's coming to an end with Big Ben. Big Ben is going to devastate the Chiefs so badly, they're never going to be able to get back off the map. Let's go, Steelers.
0: Here we they're go, Scoots. Just, they're just going to go out there and have fun. That's it. They don't have a chance. John, you can text in three times anytime you want, buddy. TC from Lexington here. Hey TC. hey, TC. Watching the 13-year anniversary of Meeks' 54 against Tennessee only reminds me once again that I'm 100% certain that wall team would have won the Natty if Meeks had, would have returned. Oh, not only would they have won the national championship, they wouldn't have lost a game all season. Um, God. That's I, an ungu- yeah. that's an unguardable team.
1: God, I just – it's – I Is that the biggest what-if? kentucky basketball in our lifetime i think about that dakari one sometimes but I, the meeks one has to be the number one right what like what if number the, he had come back like the, oh the yeah. biggest kind of what yeah. if like, easily
0: God. there's no ifs ands or buts about it that's not because you're 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 an undefeated national champion God, you're me. not losing that tennessee team you're not losing so to south carolina oh, and then you're not going four thirty two from deep I against mean, West Virginia. He was that good in spite of Billy
1: Gillespie. Like, and it almost feels like he took out his frustrations of Billy G against
0: opponents. Man, what a guy! That that uh, and that the tape of him against Tennessee. Gosh. It was unbelievable. He did it everywhere. I mean, you talk about like three level scorers. He really was that day. And he just couldn't be stopped. That was so much fun. On the road, suck at Tennessee. Uh, Texer says the Tennessee UK football record's ridiculous. Now they're starting to win in basketball way too much, also. Yeah. And it's just disgusting. Well, and I
1: didn't realize how much I like them winning in basketball has really accelerated my hatred for them in everything.
0: Same. Um, same. Yeah, so like and like as Louisville's kind of taking a step back, unfortunately, as a program, I've started to hate Tennessee more because they they have Kentucky's number in football and they've been a hell of a lot more competitive in basketball than they should be. Now, of course, you'll get like the Winers trademark will be like Tennessee owns us. No, they don't own Kentucky. John Calipari still has a winning record over Tennessee. Um, Rick Barnes has had too much success. I'll grant you that. But and part of that is that when they hired Rick
1: Barnes, that was an easy like, oh, you get a guy who can't win at Texas. He's not going to win at Tennessee. And then now he's been, he's been good better than Earl, maybe there. Yeah. You know, so like that's that's frustrating as hell. And they've had the most annoying play like ten. Man, I there are many more hateable players for Tennessee than there've been Louisville in my lifetime. Like going all the way back to Ron freaking Slay, you know. Like they have a murderer's row of just ugh. and Fulky, He's he he could go in the Hall of Fame of that if like Grant Williams flopping to Just disgusting. Just disgusting basketball they put on the court.
0: Well, we will give our UK Tennessee predictions here in just a moment. Let's first go through the NFL game. We can be quick on this stuff. Raiders Bengals, for the first time since the invention of a text message, do the Bengals win a playoff game? Yeah, I think by a lot.
1: I think by a lot. Same. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll
0: be close, but I think the Bengals do win. I actually think the Raiders may cover. I think it comes down to the wire, but the Bengals Bengals still. they're, I mean, their skill players are unbelievable, and Joe Burrow is the best young quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. But their their trenches aren't the greatest thing in the world, so I think the Raiders will get after them. It'll be a close game, probably some ugly weather. I'll take the Bengals in a close one. Patriots Bills. This is uh, this may be the playoff game I'm most excited about this weekend. Same,
1: and I just this is a Belichick. I just trust Belichick. Game trust his defense, and I think the Bills lean to. They rely so much on Josh Allen, and this is yes. not a game that you want to re- like put all of your
2: chips in on Josh Allen. I'm <laughs> wildly I'm, a quarterback.
0: I'm taking the Patriots too.
2: Y'all are going Patriots. Give me the Bills all day.
0: Okay, no Bucs. Eagles. Eagles. Bucks. I think the
1: Bucks win. Bucs, yeah, they're yeah. going to win. Uh just the line, I don't, I don't, I'm uncertain about. But um, I still think in that next game, the Cowboys. They have so much more talent um in as much as i know you and other packers fans like dump on mccarthy he's a pretty good coach um so I,
0: I ultimately think they get it done but that just game stinks good coach if you like field goals in nfc championship games him and lafleur birds of a freaking feather uh i think the cowboys win and i think they cover too many people yep. are on the niners
2: yep they cover
0: easy chief oh, wow. Steelers. i like the Steelers to cover but kansas same. city
2: to advance same
0: let's well,
1: Steve, where's here? I don't we think go. big I don't
0: think ben Big's, I don't think Big Ben's gonna lay over. I don't think the Steelers are just gonna lay over, but the Chiefs are just better and they're at home. Yeah,
1: yeah, they are. And the final game, Rams Cardinals. I yep. love the Monday night game to kind of really space things out for us. Let us get three days of football. I this is the ultimate of which team is going to choke it away down the stretch because both of them were on fire at the beginning of the year and they've slowly slipped away. Who do I trust less, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray or Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford? Uh, It's Cliff Kingsbury. Suck at Kingsbury.
0: I I think the Rams are just a better team, so I'm going to take the Rams. But, yeah, you're right that both kind of hit some skids there at the end of the season. Game's in L.A., right? Game is in L.A., which doesn't really matter. Give me the Rams. It's basically a neutral site, anyways. Um, Stafford was having to do silent counts because there are so many 49er fans at their game last weekend, and which is kind of funny because 49ers sometimes have more opposing fans at their stadium than they do. NFL, what a wacky league. This league. All right, Cats versus balls. I, I, I like Kentucky 76 to 60.
1: Whoa, big win. Big win. Yeah, Justin, what do you think? Putting my money was, where my mouth
2: is. I was going more in the ballpark of 71-67. A nail-biter. Nail-biter. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. I, I do think it is
1: going to be lower scoring, though. Um, like a 69-62 to nice. 62 Kentucky win, where mm-hmm. it's pretty close, but they make a couple of ties Ty going to make a shot down the stretch. And, and Oscar's just too overwhelming for those balls. So suck it, Tennessee. I cannot wait to watch you lose, you bunch of losers. God.
0: <sighs> losers. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for all the texts into the show this week. We'll be back on Monday to talk about a huge sports weekend. We're very excited about been it. We hung over. So look we'll <laughs> forward to that and it's going to uh we'll have fun but have a good weekend be safe thanks for all the texts and thanks for listening this is Kentucky roll call i am big sports radio talking yeah. Justin Galen the we'll see ya. thing
2: I think I ever had to do got me talking to myself asking how I'm gonna tell you about that chick on part one I told y'all I was creeping with creeping with says she's three months pregnant and she's keeping it the first thing that came to mind was you second thing was how do I know if it's fine and is it true was me wishing that i never-